Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifestation Babe podcast. So today, like I said in the last episode, I've been feeling inspired to do a little busting through your bullshit limiting money beliefs and help you reframe them as a mini series that I want to do for this podcast. So I don't know how long this series is going to go for. Just consider this to be part one. But basically, I wrote down a list of like eight to 10 of the most common beliefs that I have heard from this community, from helping many rich babes go through the rich babe process and the stuff that I would see pop up, whether it's in our Facebook group um, or conversations that I would have with them or past um, coaching clients that I've had or just seeing them in comments or DMs or whenever I ask you guys through a like Q&A um, box in on Instagram stories. So these are just a compilation of the most common ones that I see. And I think I'm going to do like maybe two or three per episode. I don't know how. I want to keep these on the shorter side so they're more digestible. So I've actually chosen two beliefs for this podcast. Okay. And I'm just really excited for this because I think that if you, you know, with beliefs, if you just do the work in dismantling them by finding as much evidence as you possibly can that they're not the absolute truth, because if it's the absolute truth, then you cannot find a single example 
where it is untrue in the entire universe, right? That's the only way that it's 100% true, right? And in the process of dismantling, what I like to do and and my process of of reframing beliefs that do not serve me, that are not in alignment with where I'm going and the vision that I have, I'm just looking. I'm just, first of all, questioning its truthfulness. And then I'm looking for as much evidence as possible of where it isn't true, right? And as soon as you find evidence that it's not true in this case scenario, then is it really the truth? And why am I choosing to believe this? Or why is society as a whole choosing to believe this, right? Because you're not just born out of the womb with these core beliefs, with these core money beliefs. Now, there's obviously a a thinking where, um, and I actually believe this, I used to not believe this, now I do believe this, that many of our limiting beliefs can actually come from past lives, can actually come from parallel lives, can actually come from um, our like lineage. So from your mom or grandma or like up to, I think it's like 13 generations, right? So these could be past life beliefs. These could be generational beliefs. And I've actually seen this happen in my work through um, doing my NLP certification, where we do a modality called time techniques. It's a very powerful healing modality where you release past limiting beliefs and limiting decisions that were made either in this lifetime another lifetime, or it came from like your great, 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 great grandma and just got down, passed down to you, right? But the majority of us with these core beliefs that come from this lifetime, we're not born. We don't come out of the womb being like, oh man, shit, now I got to work really hard and sacrifice everything for money, (laughs) right? Or, oh damn, I'm going to be a very selfish, greedy person if I decide to have money in this lifetime. Or damn, I'm really going to be judged (laughs) for my desires in this lifetime. Like we don't come out of the womb, right? I don't remember being a child thinking this way until I saw something happen with my parents, right? Or other adults, other trusted adults around me, or I had some sort of emotional event, like a it's called a significant emotional event where actually one of them, and I just wasn't planning on sharing this, but I think it would just be helpful so you get an example of like what a significant emotional event can be. Um, Two that I can remember off the top of my head like right now is when I was like two or three years old, I remember it's a very early memory, but I remember my parents ordering McDonald's, like literally collecting pennies. I remember pennies and nickels and quarters and dimes to buy a McDonald's meal because we were very poor. And um, I remember my parents literally dropping the McDonald's meal um, somewhere between the counter and the tables outside or tables inside or wherever we were going to eat. And when they dropped it, I remember it was like such a depressing moment. I remember because as kids, we don't really necessarily know what's going on. We just see the food fall on the ground, right? But I remember feeling the emotion of like deep sadness and like stress that this was the only thing that we could buy and we can't just go and buy more food. Now, I'm pretty sure if I'm using my logical (laughs) brain here, I'm pretty sure McDonald's must have replaced this food because I think they dropped it. My parents dropped the food within like their line of vision and maybe probably felt bad and replaced the food. But as a child, I don't remember that part. All I remember is food falling on the ground and thinking that we're going to go hungry because the food fell, because there's not enough to go around. And I think from that point, I learned that we were poor, that we can't just go buy more food, that food is limited because money is limited, 
right? So there's one right there. I remember another memory when I was like six or seven years old when my dad wasn't paying child support to my mom and my mom was literally like on her own and she had to decide whether to pay for like food to put on the table or like my daycare, for instance. And she didn't know which one to pay for. Um, And I just remember from that moment, it was a significant emotional event because I could feel stress again around money. And I just learned again that there's not enough money to go around and that um, we have to choose between things in life, right? We have to choose whether we can have this or that, but we cannot have both. So there's a lot of ways that we pick up on belief systems. So I just want to bring up I chose two for this episode, and then I'm going to turn this into a series, okay? So the two that I'm going to work through with you, just help you, I'm just going to converse with you about it and just share with you how I've dismantled it and see if that works for you. And if not, it's up to you to find other proof for yourself that this isn't true. Because let me tell you, these beliefs are not going to make you rich, okay? These beliefs are not going to help you manifest more money in your life, Um Maybe they might help like to an extent, but they're not going to really help you tap into the limitlessness that is available to you, okay? The limitlessness that you deserve. So let's just dive in, shall we? So the first belief that I have is it takes a lot of hard work and sacrifice to make money. This is a big one for me, especially as um, an immigrant myself. I mean, I was a baby, but like My parents, you know, I used to call myself a first generation immigrant. And then I learned, wait a second, I was born in another country that makes me an immigrant. Um, But my whole childhood was just like the typical, um, or I shouldn't say typical, but in my experience, like the very hard, grueling, sacrificial path to the American dream, right? Took a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifices um, for my family to get to where they are now, right? And to and and the the belief that I instilled from that experience was that it's going to take a lot of hard work and sacrifice to make money and to be successful, especially what my parents taught me for um you know for success you have to go to school and you got to get really good grades right so for kids it's not necessarily like hard work and sacrifice to make money it's hard work and sacrifice to first get earn good enough grades to get to a good enough college which then will lead you to a degree that supposedly is going to be good enough for you to make a certain amount of money right the second belief that we're going to work through that i'm just going to talk through is i will be judged for being rich okay So, um, and that is a huge one for so many of us because I see so many people holding themselves back because they think that there's going to be so much judgment for their wealth that it's not even worth pursuing it. Okay. So the first one is it takes a lot of hard work and sacrifice to make money. Now, while you will absolutely have many moments in your life of working hard and you will certainly make certain sacrifices in the beginning right? Uh, Mostly with your time. Like for instance, a sacrifice that I made is I didn't go to the bar with my best friend until three in the morning when I started my business. I definitely had to put aside my Netflix shows and my entire Netflix subscription. I don't think I even had a subscription to Netflix until like two years into my business, maybe like two years ago, I got one, right? Because I was just, it's, it was just a choice. I wanted to spend more time learning how to build a business rather than consuming content. That's not going to help me. 
right? And so, yeah, of course, there's going to be sacrifices you have to make. Of course, there's going to be many moments of working hard. I work, I still work hard, right? But I want to talk about what the, um, I really want to talk about why it is, uh, let's just say not beneficial for you to believe this in order for you to make, you know, millions of dollars, right? Because it's going to really hold you back and it's going to um, only allow you to get to a certain amount because, with each amount that we go bigger, you're going to think it's going to take even more hard work and even more sacrifice. And that's going to actually diminish the amount of motivation that you have for manifesting that amount of money. So the amount of hard work and sacrifice that people actually think it takes to earn, like let's say a million dollars or whatever it is, the amount that you desire is really skewed. Okay. This belief is keeping you from wanting to even pursue more money and success in the first place because who wants to put themselves through hell to live their dream life? I mean, honestly, ask yourself that question. Personally, I wouldn't. (laughs) If you told me that the only way to get here to where I am today is through grueling hard work and sacrifice, I'd be like, um, no thanks, right? So how I got here was through dismantling this belief because if I didn't dismantle this belief, I would not be here. I'd be so busy doing so much busy work that I wouldn't even hire people to help me, right? I would just, I wouldn't even, I don't even think I'd have time for this podcast because I would be doing so much other useless stuff that I think is going to get me to be more successful when instead of doing the things that I actually want to be doing, which is recording this podcast, which is 100% free content, but is so attached to my joy and indirectly brings more money into my life which is through like promos that I do for my courses, promos I do for my workshop and more people finding my website and my offerings, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But if I believe that hard work and sacrifice is what's going to get me to this level, my podcast, for instance, it would not be a possibility because to me, I would see this as a waste of time. This is not generating me revenue. And so therefore I can't do it. When I was first dismantling this belief early on in like 2016, I call 2016 my money belief year because that's when I really wanted to make money in my business. I was like so dedicated to it that I strictly worked on money beliefs. Um, So most of my stories will come from 2016 because of that reason. So what really helped me question this belief was this, okay? I just thought logically for, for a sec and I thought to myself, okay, If working really hard and making sacrifices was the secret to wealth, then why aren't, for instance, restaurant servers or construction workers or farmers, for instance, really hardworking people, the wealthiest people in the world? Just an interesting question that you can ask yourself to go, hmm, something isn't adding up here, right? See, I like to think of where beliefs come from. Because one of my favorite things to ask is like, who the hell made up this belief in the first place, right? So I'm not a historical expert by all any means. So please understand that when I give you just a little historical like example, it's just, I'm so oversimplifying it, but it really helped me come to grips with where this belief came from and how it's completely outdated to how life even operates today right? And it doesn't matter how you get to dismantling beliefs as long as you find a path that works for you. So do your own research, look into whatever it is that you want to look into, but set the intention of finding the evidence, right? Because you're always going to get what you're looking for. So go ahead and find the evidence that tells you, wait a second, 
this isn't necessarily the truth. So one way that this belief was ingrained in us from the start was um, from the industrial age, for example. In the industrial age, production was key, okay? And the more that we worked, the more that we would produce. So take a factory, for example. The more that the factory would work, right, and the people working for the factory would be there, the more that would be produced through the factory and the more that things could be sold and the more money that the factory would be would make, right? So the companies or people, in order for them to make more money back in the day, laborers or themselves um, would have to work harder and longer in order for there to be more production. So conveniently, teaching workers and ingraining this and repeating this over and over and over again that the harder and longer that they worked, the more successful they would become, of course, benefited the production. So this belief was incredibly beneficial at one point. But the industrial age started, I think it was like back in the 1700s or whatever, and ended, I think, in like the 1920s or 30s or whatever. Um, Obviously, you know, things have changed in hundreds of years. So now we are in the information age or some people call it the computer age or the technology age or whatever it is, where we have built a lot of technology that can really do the work of laborers. Like for instance, in a factory, most factories now are run by machines, right? There's people, of course, managing it. And there's some stuff that, of course, like quality control needs people, Um, But the actual building of the things is built by machines now. And people don't need to work as hard in order to produce more because now the machines would do that and machines aren't people. They could literally work over time. They could work 24 hours in a day, right? And they could work as fast as we program to work. And so in the uh, new age, right, this belief is no longer beneficial, because now there is like a machine or technology, for instance, doing the work for you. An example that relates to digital businesses, for instance, um, would be this. Like before, back in the day, we had to knock door to door like 12 hours a day to make sales. Someone would literally, if you had something you wanted to sell, you would be limited to your region, right? So you'd be limited to your neighborhood or your city. Or if you have a car, of course, you would be able to drive around, but you're not going to drive like 12 hours in a day and cover your entire state that day, right? Or however long it takes to drive from one place to another. You're pretty limited. And so you're going to be working long hours and you're going to be working really hard because you have to go door to door to door to door and explain yourself over and over and over again. Like, this is what I have. Do you want it? Right? Here's all the benefits. Here's why you need it. Here's the, um, let me get your credit card information or here's the price. Do you have cash or whatever it is? I've never done this. I've never done door-to-door sales. So I have a limited idea of what I'm talking about. But as you can imagine, whether or not you have direct experience or not, you can imagine that this is how people sold things back in the day. But now, now what do we have? We can just literally type out an email or make a social media post for our businesses for us to hit a market of literally thousands of people at once. For instance, right now, instead of talking to you all individually as you're listening to this podcast episode, I only have to sit here and record this episode once and say my point once for me to upload it and then for you to download it and then listen. And I'm able to hit thousands of you at one time, 
right? And so as businesses, because of the computer age or um, uh, information age, we're able to hit a huge market at once and make far more sales than going and knocking door to door to door. Imagine if I just like walked around my neighborhood and just knocked and then told them this, whatever information I have through this podcast episode and been like, okay, now the next person, now the next person, like I'd only be able to hit like four people a day because I can't talk that much. (laughs) So right now this belief isn't really holding up anymore, but However, this belief, this is the unfortunate part, is that this belief that the harder we work, the more money we make is still in our consciousness because it's been ingrained for centuries. But it's obviously no longer true. In the new era that we're currently in, it's actually the smarter we work, the more in alignment we work, the more successful that we become. And we actually have to sacrifice so much less now because of all the support that we now have with technology. We can delegate so much. Again, the example of the digital business, right? You have technology to help you reach the email inbox or the phone through social media of so many people at once. And we can get so much more done in shorter amounts of time thanks to the advances that we have today. So we actually have more time for whatever it is that we want to do. Raise a family at the same time as building a business, for example, or working or whatever it is. And another thing for you to observe, because again, I'm just going to talk through these things, right? I'm not going to tell you what exactly it is that you need to hear in order for you to to dismantle this belief, because that's your own work to do. There's going to be certain things that you're going to see that are going to resonate with you and certain things are going to be like, hmm, no, I can poke a hole in that, Catherine, right? That doesn't work for me. But as long as you're doing your own hole poking, you're going to get a place, get to a place where you're like, hmm, This belief isn't serving me in the first place. So why am I believing it? And how can I just prove it for myself? And what is a new belief that I can find that supports the vision that I do have? And how can I find evidence that that new belief is actually just as true as the old belief? And then I can choose which belief that I want to believe. So another thing that I want you to observe in our world that I have observed that really helped me let go of this too is, for example, you see examples of hardworking people who make a ton of money. At the same time, you also see examples of people who hardly work, who make a ton of money. And at the same time, you also see examples of people who work very hard that make very little money. And at the very same time, you also see examples of people who work hard, who make very little money or who make a, sorry, people who hardly work, who make very little money. That should cover all four. So then what is actually going on here, right? Here's the way I see it. Money comes from source through other people. And money comes from source through other people through the value that you add to the world, in particular to other people. So when you give, it's basically like when you give energy, you receive energy. And if you add a lot of value, you're going to get paid in proportion to it. Nobody cares how many hours you work to give that value because they're not paying you for you just sitting in front of your computer for X amount of hours. They're paying you for the value that you added to their lives or to their business. And especially in business, the bigger the problem that you fix, the more people will pay for that solution. Because think about it. If someone is really suffering and they have this big problem and you can fix it for them, they're going to be like, um, take all my money and please fix this problem. Thank you for having a solution in the first place. 
And money is also an energy that you must receive as much as you work for it. It's not just working for it because in our world, we have both masculine and feminine aspects. And again, masculine and feminine energy have less to do with gender. So it doesn't mean like male and female energy. It's really masculine and feminine energy. Okay. And it is the receiving that is feminine energy and it is the working that is masculine energy. And you guys know that if you have one without the other, there's going to be an imbalance. However, a lot of people think that you can either just, like when I talk about money manifestation, for some reason, people have this either or that pops into their head where they think that money either has to fully land on your lap or they have to fully go out there and earn it. And I think that a lot of people have either or thinking and it's fucking them up, (laughs) right? Being able to um, see multiple perspectives at once and being able to understand that a lot can go on at the same time and it's not either or, it's both. It's always all of them that exist in our world, right? The more you can handle that paradoxical energy, the the more at peace you're going to be in life. It just it just goes for so many other things beyond money. But anyway, when you have this imbalance, it's going to create an imbalance. And then you're going to feel imbalance. And you're going to think that either you have to let money fall on your lap and just appear in front of you, or you have to go out there and push yourself to make it, right? Feminine and masculine. However, it is both. And how this shows up in my life, for instance, is I still work hard today. I still put effort into my business, right? Right now I'm putting effort in. But I also receive a lot and I hold space for receiving a lot. I also take lots of rest and I also make sure that I have a lot of fun. And I also work on my worthiness around money. And I also work on maintaining the beliefs around money to support my vision. Because let me tell you, the beliefs that I have around money are not mainstream whatsoever. And if I'm not careful, I can easily leak my energy into mainstream thinking because there's the mainstream thinking is so much bigger than my non-conventional thinking. And so if I'm not careful and if I'm not um, really rooted into my non-conventional, non-mainstream thinking around money, then I can easily be swayed and influenced by mainstream thinking. And so the work that I really do is around my worthiness and it's around maintaining the beliefs around money that actually support my vision, even if I have to make it up. Because guess what, guys? All beliefs are made up anyway, right? So even if you literally have to make up (laughs) a belief around money, make sure it's supporting your vision. As long as it's supporting your vision, there's no right or wrong here because both beliefs are made up in the first place, right? So I just, I really allow myself to be in alignment with making tons of money. And then I let the universe kind of pick the way that I would receive it. So I set the intention. I do my part. I take the inspired action, but I also receive and allow myself to receive through the most aligned medium that shows up for me. And I also want to mention one more thing too, is that believing that you have to work really hard to make uh, and make tough sacrifices to earn money is also simultaneously rooted in your belief that you are not deserving of having the money you desire unless that you prove that you are, which is why it's so important to work on this worthiness around money because how this is going to manifest for you is it manifests in us sacrificing everything for work and then doing a bunch of busy work that isn't revenue generating at all just because we want to make sure that we are able to say, 
hey, this money that I have, oh, don't worry. I deserve it because I worked super hard for it and I made so many sacrifices to earn it. So, so don't worry, right? Like I, I made sure that I deserved it. Huh? <laughs> like, is that really what you want though? Why not feel worthy of money no matter how much that you receive it? And that's why I'm okay now with both receiving money through my business where I do put effort in, right? But also allow myself to be supported. But I also love receiving money through passive income. Like for instance, my investment accounts. And I now know that I have nothing to prove. I don't need to prove anything. I just need to tap into my divine flow. And this whole proving thing brings me to the second belief that I want to share with you that I know so many of you have. And I'm just going to keep this one short and sweet with like a little story. There's a belief that I will be judged for being rich, right? Like you can't, if you, if you have a bunch of money, then people are going to judge you for it. And this holds back so many people because no one wants to be judged. No one wants to be made out to be the enemy, right? It's not fun to be judged. It's not fun to be attacked. It's not fun for people to talk about you behind your back. And a lot of people think that, well, if I have a lot of money, what are people going to think of me? And so we put all of our energy into other people's thoughts and we, or opinions, and we literally shape our lives around what other people think. And so we work super duper duper hard to make sure that people understand, other people understand that we are deserving of it. Right. So this brings me into I'll I'll be judged for being rich. And here's my little story, just to give you like an example of why this is so funny and and how it's just rooted in a ton of BS. <laughs> because here's the thing, and you might not like this, but this is my experience. When I started my business, people judged me hardcore. Like when I started my beach body business, okay, like not even the manifestation-based business. When I first started an online business, people judged me for having such a dream. Nobody believed me that I could actually make as much money as I wanted to because people asked like, Catherine, how much money you want to make? And I'm like, oh, I think I can make multiple six figures online. And they're like, no, you can't, right? And so I'd be judged for it. And then I would also be judged when I didn't succeed as quickly as I wanted to. I was constantly judged for leaving medical school or I never got into medical school, but like leaving the dream of, of being, of going to medical school. And then also my decision to keep going with my business, even though I had nothing to prove, right? Nothing to prove for such a long time. It took me a while to make like even a couple hundred dollars a month with Beachbody. And so I was being judged. And then two years ago, when I made my first million dollars in my business and I went out to go lease my dream car, an Audi R8, guess what happened? Oh, the judgment. Who am I to have such a car? Who am I to spend so much money? Who am I to be successful? Right? People judge me for being successful now, left and right. And so, which one? First of all, which one do I prefer? I will take successful any day of the week, of course, right? So much easier, so much more fun, more opportunities, more um, choices, right? But the moral of the story is this. You're going to be judged for being rich. And simultaneously, you're also going to be judged for being broke. You're going to be judged for every single decision that you could possibly make in your life. You're going to be judged no matter 
what. So you might as well pursue the thing that makes you happy. The judgment will always be there, but guess what? You don't have to believe it, right? Any judgment that people throw at me now, I'm like, it's my choice. I can choose to believe it or I can choose to let it go. And remember that any judgment that comes to you for no matter what your lifestyle is, people are really just judging themselves through the process, right? That you you are just a mirror reflecting something at them that they don't like within themselves. And so they're actually judging themselves, even though it seems like they're just judging you. Okay. So I'll be judged for being rich. Yeah. But does it matter? No. Right. All that matters is how you are judging yourself. You get to make the judgments of yourself, however it is that you want to. So that's it. That's all I got for you guys. I'm going to be making this episode, as I already mentioned, into a series for the next few episodes. So I don't know how many beliefs we're going to end up with, but I'm going to do like two or three per episode and see how many I can run down. Um, So stay tuned for some more belief busting. If you guys enjoy this episode, there's definitely going to be more. And of course, I am so appreciative of you sharing this episode. So take a screenshot, tag me, share it with your community, share it with your audience, or share it with a friend. Just text them the link or however you share it. Always appreciative of it. And if you really want to go and dive deeper into this, I do have a free workshop that I'm hosting called Manifest Money for Good on August 25th. That will be three days long, so until August 27th. And the link to get signed up for that is manifestationbabe.com slash money for good. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash money for good. And it is wah, 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 the last workshop that I'm posting this year. So if you really want to come work with me and you really want to dive deeper into this and learn how to manifest money for good and for good, right? It's a little play on words. Um, sign up at manifestationbabe.com slash money for good right now. And make sure you guys upgrade too, because there's a hypnosis and a meditation that goes with the um, challenge with the workshop that is um, only $11.11 to get and to upgrade your workshop experience. Um, I love you guys so much, so freaking much. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.